Welcome. Thank you for choosing to listen to another Destiny Changing Word by David Entry from one of our Revival Seeking Youth Services. If you want to control your world, catch the word. Be blessed. I want to continue from where I left off last week. It's a faithful saying. It's a faithful saying. It's a faithful saying. What's a faithful saying? Second Timothy, please put it on the screen. If we die with him, we shall also live with him. How about that? It's a faithful saying. I want to die for Jesus. I want to die for Jesus. When I die with him, I will live with him. Hmm. Verse 12. Let's read it aloud. If you want God to honor you and promote you, you must learn how to start enduring for him. Endurance means the ability to go through pain for a proper cause and keep going. To accommodate pain. Accommodate pain. If we endure, we shall also reign with him. So he keeps saying, oh, this is too strong for me. I couldn't handle it. You keep not enduring with him. You You won't be reigning with him. You want God to elevate you. When it's time for God to be glorified, there are certain people who will be glorified with him. This is very important. If we endure with him, we will also reign with him. If we deny him, he will also deny us. The next verse. If we are unfaithful, or if we are faithless, he remains faithful. He cannot deny himself. What is the sign that you are uh, you haven't denied God when you are walking by faith? Wow. When you keep your faith in him, it means you haven't denied him. Tell someone, don't deny God. And then the next verse. I'm going somewhere. Oh, see what he's telling a preacher? That these things, let church people keep hearing it. Remind them of these things. What things? These things we are talking about. Remind them of these things. Charging them before the Lord not to strive, not to contend. Strive. He said, don't strive about words. Watch this. Not to strive about verse 15 again. Remind them, charging them before the Lord, not to strive about words to no profit. The things you are being busy about, whether there's a gospel of Thomas or there's a gospel of of, uh, uh, Rambo, whatever you are saying, (laughs) it's not to no profit. Rather, do you know what? To the ruin of the hearers. Some things you don't have to give yourself to because the more you discuss some of these things, the more you give your focus, you you give your attention to, the more you are likely to be ruining people who listen to you. 
You can be ruined by what you are hearing. Because it ruins the hearers. They were not ruined because they were in a car crash. They were ruined because of who they were listening to. Never give your attention to anyone who suggests something else, spiritual things, outside of the Bible. It's it's not worth your attention. It will ruin you. Say words. We are talking about words. Because words will determine the outcome of your life. Because everything on earth is word sensitive. It's word generated and word activated. In the beginning was the word. The word was with God and the word was God. The same was in the beginning with God. All things were made by him under the word. And there was nothing made that was made without the word. Hebrews chapter 11 verse 3. By faith we understand that the worlds were framed by the word of God. So in Genesis chapter 1 verse 3. Then God said let there be and there was. Then God said, and God said let there be and there was. 9. Then God said let there be and there was. 11. And God said let there be and there was. 14. And then God said let there be and there was. 20. And then God said 24. And then God said 26. And then God said 29. And then God said. Then 31 and God saw. So what God was saying is what God saw and we are also seeing. So that means everything that is created is and it was created by words. That's what the Bible says. Everything created is as a result of words. And so, if you are not careful and you just embrace any kind of words, words are creatorial or creative. Words carry creatorial power. So the words that you keep hearing is creating something in you. Whatever words you keep hearing as a version of you that is being developed by the words you are hearing. Jesus said, be careful what you hear. What? Yeah. Be careful what you hear. Sometimes people, like when I went to preach in Accra yesterday, when preaching people are sitting down, they are stupefied. How does he know this? Yesterday, when I finished one session, a, a whole bishop came to me. He said, I've never heard anything like this before. He said, I've been reading about, but I've never seen it the way. What? Thank you, man of God. And sometimes I can see people's faces. They are dazed. And some of you, sometimes I know you'll be wondering, but how do I remember all this? How do I get these things? It's because I keep feeding. I'm a product of words. Mark 4.24. Take heed what you hear. Did you see that? This is Jesus speaking. Watch out what you are listening to. You see, people say you are what you eat. Because what you eat affects you. Affects your physical health. But what you hear affects your person. What you hear affects who you become. There are people who will definitely end up in divorce if they attempt to marry 
because they've heard too many rubbish things. Too many rubbish things about wives or about husbands. So your mind is your mindset is, is a damaged mindset so long as women are concerned. You can never stay married. And Jesus doesn't only say, take heed what you hear. Okay, let's look at the other translation. NIV. And uh, pay close attention to what you hear. Tell somebody, pay close attention to what you hear. What we've just been reading is, be careful about what you hear. By Matthew 22, it said, be careful how you hear. How you hear. Take heed in King James. Take heed how you hear. Take heed or beware how you hear. First, be, be careful what you hear and then be careful how be careful. Let's all say, take it how you hear. Take it how you hear. That's why every time you are coming to church, you have to pray, God, give me a listening ear. Give me a sanctified ear. Open my ears that I will hear. He says in Revelation chapter 3, he says that, anoint your eyes with eyes house that you may see. Now, this seeing is not the natural seeing. It's the seeing that comes with your ear. Your ear can see. Your ear can see. So sometimes you are talking to somebody, even a blind person, you are talking to an explaining, and you say, oh, okay, I see. I see. It's not because you've seen the physical eye, but this is, this is the inner, inner eye. The inner eye can see, and it does the seeing through the ears. So you are a product of words. So you have to be careful because words can ruin you. Some of you here have accepted some things because of what people said about you. You have accepted that you are a failure because someone told you you are a failure, and now you are living it because you believe the lie of the devil. Words are powerful. I said, words are powerful. Then he says that, let's go to the verse 14, 2 Timothy chapter 2 again. Verse 14. Remind them of these, charging them before the Lord not to strive about words to no profit, to the ruin of the hearers. Then it takes us into the meat of what I want to share. Then he says that steady. Then you can just say, be diligent. Because, you know, for many years, I have always, I was taught that King James says, steady to show yourself approved. It's not about reading to show yourself approved. So you might think, oh, steady, you are reading to show. No, 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 no. That is not about reading. The steady to show yourself approved there is not about reading. It's not steady as in reading and studying. But it is adding some level of effort and diligence. That's why New King James uses the word, be diligent. Be diligent, be intense, be passionate, be intentional, and give yourself to something. Be diligent to, ooh. 
What, are you, what should you be diligent for? To show yourself approved. Don't they have some approved dealers? <laughs> yeah. Approved distributors by the manufacturer. These are approved dealers. If you don't buy from an approved dealer, your warranty is void. My darling, you know what I, I realize? Any pastor whose church is not doing well is lazy. I learned that from Bishop Oedipo. Your church doesn't do well because some people say, oh, but it's God. God is blessing it. Uh, you know, if God wants it to do well, please, no. Well doing is at the mercy of diligence. Steady. Be diligent. 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 In the book of Hebrews, Hebrews chapter 6, verse 8, yes. Let's read it, Allah. Let's go. Give me a different translation. New American Standard Version. Okay, let's read it, Allah. That word worthless there is disapproved. A land that is just yielding tons and thistles, that is, is disapproved. If your life is not yielding fruits and tongues and thistles, heaven will disapprove you. Oh yeah? You can be disapproved. Say, I will not be disapproved. I will not be disapproved. Why? Because you work hard. Say, I will work hard. And look at 2 Timothy chapter 3, verse 8. Wow. You see the word disapproved there? About Janice and Jambres. Resisted Moses, so do these also resist the truth. Men of corrupt minds, disapproved. When it comes to the matters of faith, no, no. Disapproved. But you are supposed to study to show yourself approved. Philippians chapter 2, verse 22. It talks about my, as, as Timothy is like a son to me. And he has an approved character. Yeah. Proven character. That's another way of saying it. Character is approved. Proven character. Some people want to be church leaders, but we have not proved you. Wow. wow. Novice. Oh, no, you're a novice. First Timothy chapter 3, verse 5. So he shouldn't be a novice. Else, he will fall into the condemnation of the devil. Yeah. Not a novice. Let's be puffed up. Puffed up with pride. Fall into the same condemnation of the devil. Talking about somebody you can make a church leader. Say, don't choose someone who is a novice. You have to be proven. John the Baptist. Say, he made a mistake. He, John made a mistake. He made a mistake. When he was in prison, he was offended in Jesus. This is the one who said that, this is the behold the Lamb of God who takes us. He sent people to go, and, Matthew chapter 11 I'm talking about. He sent people to go and ask Jesus, are you the one to come or we should? That's cheeky. You know Jesus didn't answer him. Jesus gave him a scripture. He said, if you are matured enough, let's talk about scripture. So Jesus sent him, he said, go and tell him the blind see. He was quoting from Isaiah. 
the blind see because for a blind to see, it wasn't an Old Testament miracle. No blind man saw in the Old Testament. It's a, it's a messianic anointing. The Spirit of the Lord is upon me, for he has anointed me to preach the gospel and to, to heal the broken, to restore sight to the blind. It's there. It's a messianic anointing. So he did not tell them, or oh, tell John the Baptist I'm the one. He didn't say that. He said, I'm pointing to scripture and check my life down with the scripture. That will tell you who I am. Look at the next verse. The blind see, blessed is he who is not offended in me. You are seeing the works of God through a man's life and you choose to be offended in that person. Sometimes you can tell someone, no, 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 me, I can't be offended. I don't mean want to hear anything to it will offend my heart because I want to be blessed. He said, blessed is he who is not offended in me. Blessed is he who is not. So that means if you're offended in him, you are not blessed. John the Baptist was offended. Say, but why am I saying that? He made a mistake. His, the purpose of his existence, the purpose of his life was in John chapter 1, verse 31. That's why he was alive. Let's read it out. Why did I come to do this job? So he'll be revealed. Now he has been revealed. What's my point? My job is done. So I can die any moment. He could have lived if he had not been offended. Because God didn't need him anymore. <laughs> Jesus has already been revealed. He said, I don't know him. Verse 33. But he who sent me to baptize with water, the same told me, upon whom you see the Holy Spirit descending and remaining. He is the one who baptized. Ah, and I, be, I testify that this, I've seen, and this is the Lamb of God. He has seen it. That's finished. So his job is done. His job is done. So he was actually not supposed to be living. So he was, he was having borrowed time, extra time. You are playing football, and they give you extra time. Is that the time you go and use your hand to kick the ball? That's not the time. Extra time is a critical time. You don't go and do something that will bring penalty against you. Yes. Extra time. That's not when you want two players to have red card. Extra time. So John the Baptist was given an allowance to continue living. Until he ended up in prison. And even the prison should have showed him that, hey, looks like the time is coming. Yeah. John the Baptist shouldn't have been offended. But you know, when you are not smart, you can take offense in where your blessings will come from. The angel gave Jacob, Genesis chapter 32, from verse 26, a heavy blow and dislocated his hip. He couldn't stand. You hurt me, but bless me. I know my blessing with you. I know my blessings with you. The one who dislocated your hip is actually the one carrying your blessing. So if you are not careful, you focus on the dislocated hip and forget the blessing. And guess what? You'll be someone 
with a, a dislocated hip without a blessing. But look, when you are blessed with a dislocated hip, there is nowhere you cannot go. There's no height you can't climb to. Blessing. Jacob always wanted a blessing. When they were young, he told his brother, his brother said, give me your food. He said, give me your blessing. Yeah. Give me your blessing. And then the second time, he went to steal blessing. His father was about to bless his brother. Then his mother, he could not with his mother. His mother could not with him. And then he went like his brother. In the and he didn't cook for the father. He didn't go to hunt for the father, but went and collected the blessing. And he spent a lot of time hunting for a wife because he, worked, he got a blessing he didn't work for. He worked double for a wife. <laughs> so, so, he said, the blessing. He would do anything to get a blessing. Then, finally, he meets an angel of God. And the angel of God was wrestling with him all night. The angel dislocates him, thinking that it will allow him to be upset. Just, Jacob said, not when he, I know you carry blessing. I feel it's a prophetic wake, wake, wake up call for somebody. Yeah. Listen, I'll be very surprised and I'll be very hurt and I'll be very disappointed if you fail in life. Because you don't look like a failing material. And with what we are pouring into you, please, you can't fail. You must be intentional to fail after being in an atmosphere like this. There is a prophetic grace here for success. And I see you catching it in Jesus' name. I see you catching it in Jesus' name. God bless you for listening to this powerful message. May the power of God be evident in your life. Don't forget to like and subscribe to Caris Church on YouTube and listen to more messages from David Entry on all relevant streaming platforms. You can also connect with David Entry and our youth ministry at Caris Phase 2 on Instagram and TikTok and at Caris on Campus on Snapchat so you are always up to date. Be blessed.